I'm Sharon Pearson with the seven Jamaican and Caribbean news items you may have missed for the week ending June 11th, 2021. These news items are brought to you by Jamaicans.com. This week's news. Jamaica elected to UNESCO committee. Olivia Grange, Jamaica's Minister of Culture, Gender, Entertainment and Sports, announced Jamaica's selection on June 4th, 2021 as a member of the Intergovernmental Committee for UNESCO's 2005 Convention on the Protection and Promotion of the Diversity of Cultural Expressions. According to Minister Grange, the 2005 Convention encourages the free and unimpeded movement of artists via bilateral agreements that include the creation of no visa regimes. Convention also serves as a legal instrument to encourage trade and movement of cultural goods, especially among developing nations like the Caribbean, Eastern Europe and Asia. This is the second major UNESCO intergovernmental committee that has seen the election of Jamaica during Grange's tenure. Jamaica began serving on the Intergovernmental Committee for the 2003 Convention for the Safeguarding of Intangible Cultural Heritage in 2019. Jamaican government to provide $50 million to support entertainment, culture and creative industries. The government of Jamaica has increased its special support package for those working in the entertainment, culture and creative industries to $50 million. Due to technical issues in the electronic portal for the disbursement of the funds, the previously promised $40 million was not accessible to participants. Now, a different platform is being used and the government is in the final phase of app development which will allow more members to register and apply for grants. In spite of the technical problems, however, the government still provided support for sector members, including providing grants to over 700 practitioners through the COVID-19 Allocation of Resources for Employees or CARE program and special grants from the Ministry of Culture, Gender, Entertainment and Sport. Another $14 million was dispersed to Jamaican creatives through direct sponsorship from the Ministry of Culture, Gender, Entertainment and Sport. This week's Caribbean News. Ethiopia seeks stronger ties with Caribbean nations. According to the Ethiopian ambassador to Cuba, Shibru Mamu Kadida, the African route shared by people in the Caribbean will facilitate relationships between his country and the island nations as an objective of foreign policy. Africa is the source of a civilization, culture and ancient traditions that he called inherent in the hearts of Caribbean people. Ethiopia is extremely interested in cooperating with countries in the Caribbean in ways that are critical to overall development and essential to their active participation in global and regional forums. The Ethiopian government wants to expand and deepen the collaboration with their Caribbean brothers, Kadida said, because of a shared development challenges and priorities. Are you ready to reach the world with your event business or product? This weekly news summary is syndicated to over 60 radio stations worldwide. We invite you to become a sponsor today. Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. This week's diaspora news. One love, little Caribbean day to be held in Brooklyn, New York. On June 17, 2021, Flatbush, Prospect Leffert's Garden 
and East Flatbush in Brooklyn, New York, will join to celebrate Caribbean Heritage Month with One Love Little Caribbean Day. Business interests, elected officials and local organizations will gather in the Brooklyn area known as Little Caribbean to celebrate with a ribbon-cutting ceremony and a tour of local businesses. The first One Love Little Caribbean Day is being held four years after the official designation of the intersection of Flatbush, Prospect Lefferts Garden and East Flatbush as Little Caribbean in 2017. This area in Brooklyn is home to the biggest and most diverse Caribbean American Latinx community outside of the West Indies, representing 20% of the overall population of New York City, according to Carib Being, the organization who promoted the designation. This week's business news. Bob Marley Museum to open Cannabis Retail Store. A cannabis retail store and dispensary at the Bob Marley Museum in Kingston, Jamaica, will be the first in the expansion of the Marley Natural Retail brand with plans to expand to additional locations throughout Jamaica and North America. Bob Marley's former home in Kingston was converted to a museum in 1987 by his wife, Rita Marley, and displays the reggae legends, personal artifacts and more. It features a theatre, photo gallery and record and gift shop. It will soon include the first Marley natural dispensary. The Marley family and Doc Light brands have the exclusive global rights to Bob Marley cannabinoid products. The store will feature cannabis and CBD products from the Marley natural line and accessories. The dispensary has received conditional approval from the Cannabis Licensing Authority in Jamaica, but guests must have a physician's note to buy cannabis products. Now for this week's arts and entertainment news. List of approved venues for reopening of entertainment sector proposed by Jamaican government. The Jamaican government has proposed a list of approved entertainment venues anticipating the complete reopening of the sector in the near future. The venues will be made available at subsidized rates to stimulate the entertainment sector, which has experienced a serious downturn due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This list of venues includes the facilities at Independence Park, Trelawney Stadium and the Port Royal Entertainment Zone, including Fort Rocky and Fort Charles and Seville Heritage Park. The reopening of the broader entertainment sector is being prepared jointly by the government and sector members, with concerns about prevailing health conditions and specific protocols for particular activities. This week's sports news. Reggae girls defeat Nigeria in opener of summer series. Scoring early in the second half of the match between Jamaica and Nigeria at the opening of the summer series, Denisha Blackwood helped the reggae girls to a 1-0 victory over their competitors. Blackwood, who also plays for the Houston Dash in the National Women's Soccer League, scored in the 51st minute of the match. She has scored eight international goals for the Jamaican team. The reggae girls were the first team from the Caribbean to play in the Women's World Cup when they played in France in 2019. The team is now preparing to qualify for the next World Cup tournament in Australia and New Zealand in 2023. 
Thank you for listening to the weekly news summary brought to you by Jamaicans.com. You can listen to this podcast again at Jamaicans.com. We invite you to become a weekly news summary sponsor. Contact us at news at Jamaicans.com. I'm Sharon Pearson and you can listen to me on Fridays at midday at turnitupradio.com on Saturdays from 11am to midday at the EnglishConnectionMedia.com and on Sundays between the hours of 6 and 9pm at e2onair.com for The Conduit Show with Peter G. Remember, the word is power and there is power in the word. <laughs>